0: Welcome to the Wanting It More podcast. I am your host, Janet denton and it's an absolute delight to have you here. I'm a marriage and intimacy educator, as well as a creator of the Wanting It More program, which has helped thousands of women who are married to men want and enjoy it more in the bedroom. You know, having low desire was something that I personally struggled with for years in my marriage. So I absolutely get it all. You are not alone. Just a heads up, I use all the words in this podcast. So if you've got little ears around or you're in public setting, you may want to pop in some earbuds. I hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome back to Wanting It More. It's wonderful to be here. It's just me alone in the office today with a solo episode. Today has been a really great day. We had a call with couples to celebrate the end of the October-November round of Wanting It More, and if you'd want to hear a sampling of what those calls sound like, you can check out episode 62. That was the one for last round, and it was just such a joy to see all those smiling faces together it was really fun to find out who was paired with who and yeah just a really wonderful day today. So before we get into the episode if you are interested in joining us for the next round of Wim it is happening on in February, February and March of 2023 and you can check out all the information and decide if it's a good fit for you and join the waitlist at janadentonhouse.com/wantingitmore. And you may see there that I do actually offer free 15-minute calls if you want to talk to me about whether the program will be a good fit for you. And actually, that is related to today's episode because on one of those calls, I was asked a question, which I think would be really incredibly beneficial for us to explore today in this episode. So the question was, will this work for me if I don't feel anything during sex? And I don't think that is a... A unique experience. I certainly felt like sex didn't feel like anything for me for many years. And upon further exploration, uh, you know, I discovered that we were talking about what I thought we were talking about, which is sex being defined as her husband's penis going in and out of her vagina, and that feeling like nothing. And this is usually what we do define as sex, which is intercourse. That's what our culture has narrowed it down to, basically. So in preparation for this episode, I just got curious about what kind of advice someone would be given if they did a quick quick Google search. So I typed in, sex doesn't feel like anything. And you know, just to see what would pop up. And right away I got a big paragraph that basically said that I either have an arousal disorder, an orgasm disorder, or a pain disorder. So immediately the focus was on my body not working properly which makes me incredibly sad and angry because it's not true. So first off, let's just look at basic biology, basic genital functioning. You know, saying that something is wrong with a woman because she doesn't feel anything when something goes in and out of her vagina is like saying something is wrong with a man if he doesn't feel much when his testicles are rubbed vigorously. The penis's counterpart in women is the clitoris. And a clitoris, as we've just recently found out in science, it's not just the nub that we see or the glands, as it's properly called. It's a network of nerves that extends down under the labia and the roof of the vagina, sometimes known as the G-spot. And these clusters of nerves vary in women, um, but And like I mentioned, you know, there's been very little research done about women's pleasure, unfortunately, but we do know a couple of things. We do know that the clitoris has the same amount of erectile tissue as the penis and double, even triple the nerve endings, which means it needs much different touch than a penis. I think a lot of times we approach it like that and just ram away at it and Women will describe that as being incredibly painful. It needs much more gentle approach. It needs indirect pressure a lot of the time. And it needs just a lot of opportunity for, you know, to get to know it and understand it. And some other things that we're going to talk about uh, in a minute. But why isn't this common knowledge? Well, we receive 95% of our sexual education in our culture from sex scenes and porn, which are directed by about 95% of men. So our sexual education is very much penis centered, which means culture is to blame about this. So moving on from basic general education to a broader conversation about sex, what is sex? Is sex intercourse? Is that how we're going to define it? I don't think so. Because if we pause for a few minutes to examine what the point of sex is in the first place, I think we'd all agree, and the thousands of people I've asked do agree with this, is that it's about pleasure and connection. Real, genuine pleasure and connection. Not achieving some goals, not checking off the the box of orgasm and penetrative sex, intercourse. We don't even have language for these things, but real, genuine pleasure and connection. And I have to emphasize this because when we hear pleasure, we are so conditioned to hear orgasm that the genitals must be engaged. But what I'm talking about here is a sensation with your nerve endings anywhere on your body that feels slightly more positive than neutral. No pleasure pressure here because pressure will shut down pleasure every single time. And this isn't just about your touch sensations, which are, um, you know, it also sight and smell and hearing and taste. Sometimes I love hearing my husband say over and over again, I'm proud of you. Or sometimes just my name, Jana, 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 over and over again. Sometimes I put my head on his chest and listen to the, the vibrations and the emotional connection that I'm getting from those phrases. Sometimes we hum together or breathe together, all while we are closed. Does it feel like pleasure? Yes, and to be honest, sometimes even more pleasurable than an orgasm. But our culture teaches us that it doesn't count unless it's some kind of job, a blow job, or a hand job. And then there's the connection piece. This must be mutual. And sometimes I hear men say. I need sex to feel connected to her. But connection is something that requires two people experiencing it. And if one partner is laying there hoping the experience will go by fast because it feels like nothing or maybe even painful, that is not connection. That is a unilateral experience. And what true connection requires, and again, true connection is that both people are feeling it, it requires safety. And this is something that is sorely lacking in many bedrooms. I would say the majority of bedrooms across the world. And I know that word is big and I know, you know, we've talked a lot about the word on this podcast, but just to make it really clear, what I mean by safety is that every single touch, every single comment, every single look is a hundred percent enthusiastically wanted by both partners. And then I'm not saying that maybe the initial touch is enthusiastically wanted, but then there's a conversation, an ongoing process of consent, that there there is no um, coercion, there is no pressure, uh, there is no pushing, And this also requires the woman to heal from those culturally imposed expectations that she will say yes to basically everything. So for those gentlemen who are listening right now, I acknowledge that your wife may have not said anything because of culture. It makes a lot of sense. So if safety isn't there, and I've seen this a million times over, no matter what, Sex will feel like nothing. And with it, amazing pleasure can be had with just the slightest of movements. You cannot experience enjoyment if you are on guard all the time or if you're not being honest about whether something feels good or not. And what I find in the beginning is that, you know, what women are scared of, and I was too, is if we're really honest about it, we're going to like nothing And yes, that is what it looks like in the beginning sometimes. And giving yourself that permission to really say no, unless it's 100%, opens up more possibilities, opens up an opportunity to be curious about what other sensations could feel slightly more positive than neutral. So my answer to this question, to this woman, was an enthusiastic yes, feeling numb, feeling like sex doesn't work for you, not ever having an orgasm. All of these things point to the context in which your experiences are taking place. You need an environment in which curiosity and explorations of subtle and non-genital pleasure are celebrated and valid. You need your husband to be extremely responsive to your requests and adjustments. You need to heal your own brain from culturally imposed restrictions on what counts and what doesn't count, and if you're providing for your husband or not, which we've been taught is our responsibility. You need time to ease into a more intimate experience, to breathe into your body, to connect with yourself, to move out of your head a little bit. You need time to reflect afterwards with yourself or with your partner, And furthermore, I think primarily you need to get that media sex formula out of your head, however you do that. It's not that your body doesn't work. It's that the sex that you have been taught by culture doesn't work for your body. In fact, it doesn't work for most of us, but we're not talking about it because of culture. Culture has made it shameful to talk about. It has made it it extra shameful to talk about not wanting it, not enjoying it, you know, or feeling numb when it does happen. And again, we have redefined what it is. And like I mentioned in the beginning, I went for years, years thinking that I was broken in this department. Nothing felt good. I mean, you know, by nothing, I meant oral sex, intercourse, my husband fumbling around with my clitoris. And even when I was able to have an orgasm, primarily with a vibrator quick and just make it happen, get it over quick, um, I would still think that my body didn't work because I wasn't able to, quote unquote, achieve that missionary simultaneous orgasm screaming with the light scene that I saw in so many movies and and TV shows. And now, for years now, now that I have healed from all of that garbage, I do have experiences in the bedroom that are truly satisfying. They are not perfect. Then what is perfection anyways? We're human. We have emotions. We have life disruptions, we have f- hormone fluctuations, we have aging, we have, I mean, s- upset stomachs and, and fights in our relationships. <laughs> we're just human <laughs> and just because we're having sex doesn't mean that all those things don't come in the bedroom with us, right? So we definitely have moments of disconnection and frustration and irritation But we work through them and sometimes, yeah, it does just derail our experiences. Um, But for the most part, when you look at the long term of it, I have discovered that my body and my sexuality are incredible in the right environment. So I hope that this short episode brings you some relief and hope uh, if you've thought this about yourself. You aren't broken, and you certainly aren't alone in these fears. Like I've mentioned, I've had the honor of hearing thousands of women's stories, and many sound like this one. Not all of them do, but many, many do. And if you are interested in getting support on this journey, you can check out Wanting It More and go to janadentonhousecom slash wantingitmore and get all the information to see if it's a good fit for you. And if it is, I look forward to seeing you very, very soon in the next round. All right, I'll talk to you in the next one. Bye for now. If you've enjoyed this episode, I have a favor to ask of you. It's really hard to get the word out about a podcast about sex. What would really, really help is if you would leave a rating and a review. And I know that you get asked this all the time in different podcasts, but please, I beg you, it would really, really help so that more women who need this message will hear it. All you have to do is go into your Apple podcast app. It's the purple icon. And if you go to the podcast page where it shows my face, it has a little button that says latest episodes if you scroll down past the episodes and you get to a section called ratings and reviews there's a little purple writing thing that <laughs> says write a review if you click on that it will ask you to give it a five stars actually you can put any stars but five is what i would love and put a title and then write your review thank you so much for supporting this little venture here and i really am so grateful if you are curious about wanting it more and how this program could help you want to enjoy sex more with your husband and you feel like it may be a great next step for you you can go to janet dentonhouse.com wanting it more to sign up for the wait list to learn more to see when we're running our next round all right that's it i'll see you next one